keep your social distance, I see in my store that makes it impossible to pass anyone in the aisles. As humans, we have varying skills at estimating distances, especially when it comes to the great Kelly's perennial car parking challenge. When we discuss distances, we do not consider the method of measurement, as we assume a length is independent of whether we use a ruler or a tape measure. There are shapes all around us that are dependent on the method of measurement. The most visible are the coastlines of our islands. It's called the coastline paradox. If you use a 10 mile long ruler to measure the circumference of the British Isles, the results will be much smaller than if we used a tool from an Oxford instrument set. The simple explanation is that the shorter ruler captures all the nooks and crannies of our beloved seashore. Mathematics originated the framework for lens in Euclidean geometry and then non-Euclidean geometry when we realised we lived on a sphere, which is why we fly over the Arctic to get to LA. There are strict self-evident rules defined for geometry from which everything builds on and they are called axioms. It's nice and clean. Fractals is a branch of mathematics from the 1970s that is a long way from being nice and clean, but it does capture this beautiful coastline phenomenon. Mandelbrot was the pioneer and gave us the most stunning visual ever. It's called a Mandelbrot set. Fractals have, make sure you're sitting down now, a fractional dimension. A coastline has a dimension somewhere between one and two. I know, it sounds crazy, but does answer the question why ordinary mathematicians think those that studied the pure side, such as myself, who find this routine as, well, odd. Mathematicians use fractal geometry to describe the famous butterfly effect, that somehow the wind from its wings in, say, America can trigger a storm in Asia. The reason for this is that weather systems are incredibly dynamic and unstable, so that tiny changes in the drivers can create tipping points. The £1.2 billion computer used by the Met Office that completes 14 quadrillion calculations a second cannot measure to this level of detail. Otherwise, they would need to cover the entire planet with measuring kits. The Met Office computer needs to fill in the gaps using what data it has. It does it through a process called regression. Regression is a field of artificial intelligence that is currently all the rage in my circle, where we're helping diverse groups such as you know, crop farmers to increase their yields. AI, at its core, is nothing more than a complex stack of statistical models that finds patterns between observations that we mortals would never get past the, you know, red sky at night, shepherd's delight paradigm. And yet the Met Office will never be able to predict the weather beyond a few days in the same way we will never know the length of the British Isles coastline. There will never be a computer that will ever be fast enough. I imagine that when the Met Office went cap in hand to the UK government for funding for their new whiz toy, they failed to mention this little factoid. At some point, weather forecasting morphs into climate change predictions that themselves go out to 2100. Nobody has declared at what point, time point should be when the techniques in short term hand over to the long term analysis. There must be an overlap somehow. 
People seem to know this, as they are happy to announce that any severe weather event is due to climate change. I saw an article recently that Philippines was under floodwater, and this was a vision of the future. I had to point to a picture of a kid paddling past the government building in Manila in 1910. It is always worth but noteworthy how subtly vague a weather bulletin proves to be. Little caveats in recognition that their predictions, while impressive for the next couple of days, drop in granularity a week out. In contrast, the discussions against amongst the, um, the experts in climate change use persuasive language, littered with certainty in their predictions. Caveats, you would imagine, would be prevalent, but rarely discussed and always rele relegated to the footnotes. As I've mentioned, if you seek the truth, read the footnotes.